Hi, I'm Dan. I'm here with G, and this is the Wrong Football NFL Podcast. Playoffs? Yeah, it is that time again. We are just heading into the uh, into the playoffs. The, the regular season has now finished. Um, I didn't want to do this podcast. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I didn't want to look at football again for uh, a good chunk of time uh, after Sunday. But uh, yeah, here we are. How, how are you doing, G? I love you, darling. And it's yeah, no. Um, it was it was a tough weekend, and then this week's got tougher for more you know serious problems for those of us in the UK. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, it's it's just yeah it's 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 a tough few weeks but we have some good football to you know cheer us up maybe we do yeah well hopefully yeah hopefully we've got to, we've I mean I'm it. excited about the playoffs particularly on the AFC side um, I'm sure you'll get your legs back once once you've had time to realise that you know you've got a nice early draft pick yeah. you know earlier than the four win team and there's a ten win team that should help slingshot you into next season I hope so right let's uh, have a look at the news and, and I suppose the big news as we as we cover every year at this uh, at this point of the season is uh, is is the fact that this Monday just gone, the Monday after uh, after the last game of the season, uh, is what is known as Black Monday uh, in the in the league. It's where the teams generally tend to do a lot of their uh, their changing of their um, their coaching staff, uh, and that's when the uh, the head coaches and the and the GMs tend to uh, to be moved on where required. This year it's relatively quiet. Um, I think so far anyway from what I've seen unless I've missed anyone. So the ones I've seen so far are the LA Chargers have got rid of uh, their head coach Anthony Lynn. Um, Jackson, yep. Jacksonville have uh, got rid of Doug Marone, uh, their head coach, and Dave Caldwell, their GM. And uh, surprise, surprise, New York Jets have, uh, have fired Adam Gase. Um, other than that, I mean, in terms of head coaches and GMs, I know um, John always kind of stepped aside a little bit from the Broncos. They're going to hire a new GM. Um, he's he's looking to, I don't know, he's going go into a different role apparently, uh, but staying with staying in Denver. Um, but other than that, it's been relatively quiet. Yeah, I mean, I think some of that is to do with um, new co- coaches um, hire. So I wonder how long a leash uh, Mike McCarthy will have if the Cowboys fail to hit the playoffs yeah. and look like they did this season, next season. And don't forget that we'd already lost three managers through, or head coaches. Sorry, I've slipped into British football there. Uh, um, but we've lost three head coaches through the course of a season. So the Falcons, Lions and Texans had already fired their head coaches uh, and yeah. got a head start on finding new 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 slots so there, there are there are a few franchises um in the hunt as they say at the moment there are and the Bengals are uh, you're keeping your coach aren't you as well you're uh, you, which you're over the moon about yes because six wins in two years is definitely the foundations <laughs> of a winning formula um uh, that's less that's less than than Flores managed for the Dolphins last year last when year, the yeah. Dolphins were in full tank mode it is it is you're right um we Dolphins speaking of Dolphins we have got rid of Changeli uh, who was our, our offensive coordinator, which I think is a good move, personally. Um, I think defensively we've been really good this year. Offensively, a bit hit and miss, especially sort of where two is involved and, and what they've allowed him to do or not allowed him to do. Um, yeah, I I'm, think it's. I'm, I'm not sure how much sure it, it is it is of how much he's allowed to do, it's just how much that he naturally sees himself and whether they were 
not happy with the combination with the coordinator and they wanted to go in a different direction to highlight whatever mm. tours does better rather than um have fitzpatrick be the the, the, the quarterback who's more comfortable in the offense when obviously the future of the franchise is very much um tour uh, yeah. I, I also do still feel and i understand the heavy criticism from the dolphins fans or at least a certain section of the dolphins fans i should probably say but he was working with a very reduced cast of um skills positions around him and i just wonder whether um um, a bit of beefing up on the offensive line uh, um, and getting a few more players healthy and maybe a, a receiver or two might not help to uh, look a bit more dynamic as well. Yeah, I think I think we're going to be uh, looking that way in the in the draft person. I think uh, receivers and and probably we'll probably do with another running back as well. But uh, yeah. I mean, there there have been some very good quarterbacks who uh, and even Hall of Fame quarterbacks who have had not dissimilar starts in their rookie season and had the benefit of a proper off, proper off season or preseason season and not be coming back from a hit, hip injury yeah, so yeah. you know I can understand the concern and I can sort of understand and the logic in drafting a quarterback that high if you think the right one's there but I, I'm not in full panic mode and I think you basically should just go for best player available Agreed Shall we uh, have a look at some games? Yeah, sure. Um, I didn't know if you wanted to mention the other COVID news coming into the um, playoffs or whether um, which, you were which, holding fire. Which COVID news was that? The um, expanded um, uh, positives in Cleveland with... Ah. Uh, um, have you not seen this? No, I hadn't seen this. Um, a head coach and several others out uh, with uh, t- uh, COVID-19 tests. All yeah, right. Well, get rid of them then. Get the Who was, who was eighth seed in the AFC? <laughs> Put them in, surely. I think that's probably the way to do it. Is that fair? I'd say. Uh, we'll see if head coach Kevin Stefanski can, can coach um, remotely. That's it, coach. <laughs> two more players. Someone, I, I've, two. I've just got a vision in my head of someone carrying along a tablet with his face on it on the side of the uh, <laughs> of him on Zoom on the, on, on the sideline. I'm trying to think if that's... Um, what's that based on? Oh... Uh, I've seen that theory. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Anyway, let's move on before I, you know, <laughs> let's go to derail the, the pods completely. Sorry. Right. So with uh, with week seventeen in the books, we are now oh, the, the the regular season is now over. We are into the playoffs. But uh, let's talk about the, uh, the the week seventeen games. Always a bit of a funny week. Um, with some strange results. A lot of people uh, who are already in the playoffs tend to rest some players, that kind of thing. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a strange one. Um, Dolphins lost. Let's not cover that. Uh, next one, the. Uh, <laughs> do we need to not cover the Dolphins lost okay. a little bit? All right, let's let's do it a little bit. So um, Dolphins playing Buffalo Bills on Sunday night. Um, the, the, they 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 did what they needed to. Uh, they well, we mentioned last week there was thirty two. Um, Ways that uh, that the the games uh, affecting those those playoff spots could end, uh, and and thirty two outcomes. Only two of them saw the Dolphins missing out on the playoffs, and uh, yeah, the Dolphins missed out on the playoffs. Um, yeah, the- unfortunately, what what those permutations failed to take in, into account of was the um, probability of yeah. uh, of the teams winning, and yeah. um, the fact that you had to play the number two seed in the league and a team who are looking as good as anybody in the, in, in the NFL at the moment, alongside Cleveland playing a resting um, uh, uh, Steelers team and several AFC teams where the good teams were playing the less good teams in the division, made it kind of yeah trickier than than, than that positive. Um, spin put it I think I think it'd be I'd be 
wary as a Dolphins fan of reading too much into that loss because yes it's desperately disappointing but there's an awful lot of good stuff building I I don't think we mentioned by the way it was against the Buffalo Bills and it was 26 points to 56 uh, yeah and I was just about I was just about (laughs) to say the, for what, the, the bit that will be worrying for me is actually the defence and the fact that the Bills scored 56, including having a second half where um, neither um, uh, Diggs or um, Allen were, were playing. But um, yeah, I think that it was just a game that got away and I think the Dolphins players knew it. It was it was the worst we've played all season, um, yeah. without, without a doubt for me. It was the worst we've played all season um, and it just was frustrating that it, was the, it, was, it happened to be that game and the game that kind of need, we needed to win for the playoffs. So... We we go again next year. We go again next yes. year, I suppose. Um, and like you say, we've got and you still picks. did better than the Patriots. We did. Good point. Yeah, there is. There's always every cloud. Um, indeed, indeed. The um, Atlanta Falcons met the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on uh, Sunday as well. Uh, it was the first time that this this year now is the uh, the first time that the Buccaneers have won eleven games since two thousand five. They won this one by forty four points to twenty seven. Um, Tampa led throughout, um, and, and at age forty, Tom Brady was uh, was one shot one yard short of a four hundred yard passing game, which is uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, no, it, it really is, and um, it, the Bucks really seem to be. Um, circling to shape I mean it was not the hardest of divisional games for them to face but you know if they come into um, the playoffs looking um, looking okay yeah yeah they do um, the Dallas Cowboys and New York Giants met on Sunday as well these were two of the uh, two or three teams who could have uh, made the playoffs and won the NFC East uh, as it happened neither of them did because of uh, other results but uh, the Giants won this one they did make a, a pretty hard work for themselves uh, they let the Cowboys right back in it towards the end of the game it finished 23-19 um, to the New York Giants it was quite an exciting end uh, the Giants threw an interception and then and the Cowboys fumbled all in the sort of last couple of minutes that uh, just as the as the Cowboys were trying to trying to get back into it. Yeah, and I, I think this one firmly falls into what I'm beginning to think of as the Dalton Andy Dalton paradox, which is that he is good <laughs> enough to make you a good team, but not good enough to carry you when you really need him to. Yeah. But he's good enough to get you not the draft pick that you want. And in this one, they were just the other thing that you often see. I think with the quarterbacks where they really make their money is down near the red zone and, and where there's not a lot of space and you have to be super precise. And for Cowboys just had to kick too many field goals in this game. They, you know, they seem to have the ball moving, but from what I've seen, it was just like hit the red zone yeah, field goal. Yeah. And, yeah, and it wasn't the Giants were great, but in fact, you know, Daniel Jones is a whole other problem and very much, I think, in the lower end of the Andy, Andy Dalton paradox road where he's not quite a bad, bad mm. quarterback, but he's not good enough either. And um, yeah, the Giants, the Giants, I think, will be looking at what they can do with their offense next season and yeah. whether they need a new quarterback. Yeah, uh, well, the other the other half of uh, New York, the Jets, uh, were playing the uh, the New England Patriots. Uh, this was the tenth straight Patriot win against the Jets. Uh, Twenty eight points to fourteen, it ended up. Uh, Jets just couldn't uh, couldn't rec- recreate their winning ways of the last couple of weeks, uh, and and yeah, both teams. I think both teams in here that will really kind of be be pleased to see the back of this season. Yeah, I was trying to take some big swings, trying to overturn a six-point lead in the Pick'em <laughs> competition, which, newsflash, I failed. So that, I, I kind of did like the points with the Jets, um, just because um, it was an extra half and I thought I would get it. But yeah, the Patriots and Bill Belichick proved yeah. me very, very wrong. But obviously, um, both teams will be looking to an off-season where they need to do a fair amount of work to get themselves back into contention. The Jets more than most. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they, they need to... They need to- to sort of they need the new head coach as well, don't they? So 
Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. quite interesting and sort of makes sense that they're talking about needing a CEO type. And I think that is, the, is right now they need someone to set a culture. You know, mm. is, this is not like a, a hotshot coordinator away from being sorted. This is a wheels up rebuild. Yeah, the entire absolutely. franchise, really. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, I think they're uh, and they've needed it for a few years. I think it's uh, it's just time that it, it just happens now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vikings and the Lions was the game that Sky Sports described as the game with no defense. Uh, it was thirty-seven points <laughs> to thirty-five uh, to the Minnesota Vikings. Justin Jefferson uh, is setting all kinds of records this season. He's now broken Randy Moss's rookie, rookie yards total uh, and also set the uh, the most receiving yards for a rookie record. In, 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 in total uh, 1400 yards uh, for the year uh, the Lions pulled close with 4 minutes to go uh, scored a touchdown uh, but they, they fluffed the 2 point conversion attempt which would have levelled it and uh, yeah ended up uh, 37-35 yeah and the Lions are a funny team because they've had bursts of points scoring and you know a few good results and a few not good results and meanwhile the Vikings are sort of limped along and it's it's just curious that um Mike Zimmer's been talking about this being the worst defense he's had and you know that is his side of the ball and I believe it is his son who's like the officially the coordinator so so um the coordinator might have a little bit longer rope than some other some others (laughs) for other franchises but um it's just been yeah I think it'll be a disappointing season for the Vikings who did that reset it didn't quite pay off and the Lions just they have some things in offense and it it just depends I think on whether they want to whether they believe they can get everything else ready round round their quarterback or if if they just feel like yeah okay we need the draft picks because there's too much work to do here I think, I think there's a fair bit of work to do, but they only missed out on the on the playoffs by a couple of games, so you know, could have been a lot worse for them. Could have been worse. Uh, yeah, I mean, you say that, but obviously the NFC is a bit weird, and and, and you know, mm. yeah, the Vikings is weird. The, the Lions, it was the ones that I was thinking really need to work. Okay, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, they missed up by loads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Steelers and the Browns. This was the game that I turned over to uh, to watch the fourth quarter of when I couldn't stand any more of the Dolphins game. Um, the Steelers rested a few uh, few players, and it looked like they were they were kind of rolling over for the Browns. But in the end, it was quite a, a fairly close and exciting uh, game. And certainly, certainly at the end, uh, Mason Rudolph drove the uh, the Steelers up to up the field for a touchdown with less than a minute and a half remaining. Um, which uh, took the game to twenty four twenty two to the uh, Cleveland Browns, but uh, like in the, in the previous game, they uh, they failed a two point conversion attempt as well, and the uh, the Browns just had to kneel it out and uh, and, and win the game. So uh, yeah, Browns ending up in a playoff drought, which dates back to two thousand and two. Yeah, and it's um it's a funny one in that um if it, if the Steelers had any kind of run offense, then maybe uh, Mason Rudolph would have stood a chance of of, of winning. But as it yeah. was, um. It, I think with the players going down to COVID and some of the disruption in the franchise, which, as we mentioned, is continuing this week, I, I think that might explain some of why this game was quite so close in this particular iteration. But yeah. um, it will also be interesting. I think the Steelers had half an eye on the fact that they could be playing each other in, in the playoffs. And so I suspect there might be a very different game plan going into effect for next week. Yeah, I think they do play each other in the playoffs, don't they? Yeah, you know, they absolutely yeah. do. Yeah, the Browns are at the Steelers. Mm, it's for the last playoff game so yeah interesting to see what, see what happens there uh, mm-hmm. the yeah Ravens-Bengals it was 38 points to 3 to the uh, Baltimore Ravens I think the scoreline probably tells you pretty much everything you need to know on this one uh, Baltimore Ravens uh, ran their, their they got their, their franchise rushing record with 404 yards uh, throughout this game and yeah Ravens take the take the fifth seed Bengals suck <laughs> is, that your, is that your synopsis of this one 
Um, it was really hard to pay attention. I know it was <laughs> the last game. <laughs> it was it was a difficult watch just because sort of. <laughs> It just didn't grab the attention. The, the Ravens didn't look amazing, but they didn't have to. Um, to challenge the Ravens, you need to get ahead of them and, and, and try and make them throw the ball a bit more. And we just couldn't contain them on offense and and couldn't really challenge their offense. It, it was yeah. just, yeah, it, it, it was bad all round. The Bengals are a bad team. Um, I, I would love to be proven wrong next season, but I have my doubts. Well, we'll, we'll see. The, uh, the the San Francisco 49ers, who are still playing in Arizona, uh, played the Seattle Seahawks. It was quite a close one. Uh, Seahawks beat the 49ers by just three points. It was 26 points to 23. Uh, fairly low scoring affair until, the, until uh, 34 points of the 49 were, were scored in the fourth quarter. Uh, DJ Metcalf set a, a Seattle record for the most receiving yards in a season. Uh, 1,303 so yeah this is the 49ers perversely have really impressed me finishing 6 and 10 just because they've had so many injuries and they've played so hard all the way through and they've not been an easy out to anybody mm. and I think it could have been very easy for them to sort of roll over and, and, and lose a few more games and they haven't and um I think that's a testament to to the head coach and and, and, and the although this was far from them getting to the Super Bowl recently, it was you know the foundations are there and and I just wonder whether they might be doing something at quarterback. But you know I expect them to be a difficult out next season. And the Seahawks just you wonder if they can put it all together now that they've reached re, reached the um, playoffs. They've not quite managed to get offense and defense working in harmony yet. They've they've not, but I think I I. I quite fancy them to. I think they'll. I think they'll certainly make the division game. Sorry, the the conference game. We'll see. Um, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll come to the Rams in a minute. <laughs> uh, well, the, we mentioned Arizona a second ago. The, the team who actually normally play in Arizona uh, played the uh, LA Rams <laughs> this weekend. Uh, it was the uh, the Rams uh, who came away with the win on this one. It was eighteen points to seven. Uh, Rams got themselves a bit of a bit of postseason football. Um, obviously, Arizona scored first in this one, uh, but then there was eighteen unanswered points uh, from the from the Rams. So uh, yeah, and it's eighteen seven. And uh, John Wolford, the quarterback who was playing uh, for the Rams in place of Jared Goff, it looked all right, didn't he? Yeah, not bad for a backup. Um, had a sort of rude interrupt, uh, inter- introduction to the NFL when he was picked off on his first NFL pass. Was, but, yeah. um, but um, you know, he picked up 50 yards of rushing and sort of managed to keep them in it and they were sort of ticking over and hitting field goals. But the old problem about red zone efficiency that I was talking about cropped up because mm. the only defence or the only touchdown was scored by the defence. And the Cardinals were obviously struggling because Kyler Murray had sort of an ankle sprain and was fighting it. And I think did the good thing of, of stepping out to let his backup he take did. up, yeah, thinking that, you know, you know, no, this is the thing for the team to the team. And then when it's you know, had problems, he gave it a go in the second half, but you could see that he was not the player that that he would usually be. And and you just wonder sometimes with the coaching, whether they're a bit defensive and then a bit aggressive in the wrong moments. And um, I think next season will be sort of a, a make or break one for can, can the combination of head coach and, and Murray at, at quarterback get them into the playoffs or whether um, other things might happen. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, the Jags and the Colts was the uh, the last game which could have uh, saved the Dolphins' season uh, and seen us get some postseason football, but it needed the Jags to pull off an unlikely win. Uh, they weren't far off at one point. It was going into, going into the fourth quarter. There was uh, less than a touchdown in it, uh, but a Colts touchdown with four minutes remaining secured them the uh, the win in the postseason football. It was twenty eight points to fourteen. Yeah, and it felt 
this felt like a, a or the scoreline feels like a close, closer score than the game was between them. There were a yeah. couple of um, it was one of those odd ones where where it felt like the Colts were in control for quite a lot of the game, but didn't quite end up looking like that but um i think the culture a solid team and, and i think that might be the game of the wildcard round them them going up against the bills but um for jaguars yeah. obviously one of 15 um i'm assuming that they're going to pick trevor lawrence except that there's some talk about um um a college coach and whether that might change who the number one draft pick is but um the jaguars mm. are in control of the draft i uh, i went to, i went to bed with a huff after the uh, dolphins game and uh, I woke. I, I happened to wake up when my when my son woke up, and uh, it, it, uh, it was just. I just thought I'll check what the uh, the Jags Colts game's doing. Um, yeah. And it was just going into that fourth quarter, and there was only a couple of points in it. I thought we could do this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't not not the way at the end. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they clinched the AFC South division for the first time since 2008. Um, the Dolphins' loss took some pressure off them as they uh, were already guaranteed a playoff spot before their game against Houston on Sunday. Uh, the game was a tie when the Titans got uh, got the ball with 18 seconds um, on left on the clock, but they uh, they did enough to, uh, to 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 get within field goal range, kicking a winner from 37 yards with four seconds remaining. It was uh, 41 points to 38 to the Tennessee Titans. Doinked off the um, uh, uh, upright, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, couldn't have been. Any I, I did find it interesting that you were talking about the Vikings Lions game being the game without defense when um, the Titans Texans actually managed to hey, go for more combined points. Not, not my words. That was the words of Neil Reynolds on Sky Sports. Don't, uh... well, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired by G. Hmm, bad idea, I think. Um, uh, I mean, the Titans have a flaw. Um, obviously we know what works on offense and, and obviously um, Derek Henry is a hell of a runner and went, ran for 2,000 yards for the season yeah. but they've got real problems on that defense and they're going up against the Ravens and I just feel like even though the Ravens have had some issues that they might be not the best matchup for the Titans because um, of, of the way the running game and I think then they might be able to give them everything they can handle and for the Houston Texans did you see Deshaun Watson's comments after um, the game I don't think I have no well, well, if you remember that JJ, what was pretty critical about um, mm. franchise and what's going on in the locker room? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and people were questioning whether you know whether players thought that you know he was in a place to do that at that stage of his career. But Deshaun Watson basically came out and said, "Well, there doesn't appear to be any kind of foundational plan here." So um, obviously, they've got the um, wow. enormous search committee to, to yeah. find the new GM and then start the head coach. But I think Deshaun Watson is looking around him and going, I'm a franchise quarterback and he's as played as good as anybody in the league and that's why he's in the Pro Bowl. But there is a lot of work to do on that roster and not a lot of um, things to play with. And no, a lot of people are wondering whether um, the start will be a trade of um, JJ Watt to get what they can for him uh, and mm. start to rebuild round and Watson. But um, yeah, it, it was kind of, a, they gave a surprisingly good showing of themselves and the offense wasn't the problem problems with defence well the, uh, the the Raiders and the Broncos met on Sunday it was another close one that saw the, uh, the Raiders beat the Broncos by a point uh, the Broncos would have thought uh, would have thought that they uh, they would won this one when they scored late in the fourth uh, but it was unfortunately for them just enough time for the uh, Raiders to take it down the other end uh, and score a touchdown with 27 seconds left to win it yeah 32-31 Yes, and so um, with that, Gruden avoids his um, um, third losing season with the Raiders, but um, is tied uh, eight and eight. And um, I mean, Carr and that offense has done a pretty good job this season, but they've just not been able to stop anybody. And the fact that they're giving 31 points up to the Broncos, who yeah. 
obviously there's huge questions about them and, and there's already talked that um, Locke can be a franchise quarterback but he's got to get better this offseason and we shall see how the Broncos rearrangement and um, John Elway deciding that he wants to be still be in charge of football operations but hire a GM with you know final say on the roster and to hire coaches is, is sort of like like um, him shaking it up and maybe um, trying to spend less hours with the franchise as he's been there 10 years and, and that caught me yeah. by surprise it doesn't feel like he's been there for 10 years but it's been a while since they got to the Super Bowl and he's not been able to, to, to nail on the replacement it, for Peyton Manning has it been 10 years? yeah he's been with wow. he's been with the franchise's GM for 10 years yeah wow that's uh, yeah crazy um, there's a stat for you that is a good stat yeah I'll give you that one that was a very good one um, well, the, uh, the Chiefs and the Chargers, understandably, the Chiefs uh, rested some of their starters, including Patrick Mahomes, uh, leaving Chad Henney to run the uh, run the show. Uh, he didn't do too badly, but they uh, they couldn't keep pace with the full strength Chargers. Uh, rookie of the year candidate Justin Herbert extended his uh, record to thirty one touchdowns for the season. Uh, it was thirty eight points to twenty one to the LA Chargers. Yeah, and this was uh, this is a game you actually talked about a little bit be, um, before, just because. Um, uh, Andy Reid has a certain um, reputation for resting his players in, in yeah, when, yeah. when there's nothing to play for, um, dating back to his Eagles days. So um, it, it was it was perhaps not surprising. This is one of those awkward things as you try and work your way through a season. And I'm just to pick. just <laughs> yeah. And what I'm just uh, I'm looking for, and what I think is particularly impressive with Justin Herbert, is not only did he throw 31 interceptions. I mean, the completion percentage is six percent is thing but it's for 10 interceptions only to 31 a 3 to 1 um, and, and TD to interception yeah. ratio in your first year is pl- very impressive it really Pretty is good. yeah absolutely he's, uh, over f- he's for over 4,000 yards that's a yeah that's that's a you know real bright spot that um, was not necessarily expected coming in for to the season for the Chargers no, he's had, a, he's, had a, he's had a very good year. He, well, like you say, he, he wouldn't have been that expected because they they started with uh, what's who was it? Who's the backup quarterback there? Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Um, we can't have forgotten his name again. I know. It started, it I mean, luckily, in, I'm uh, looking. I'm looking at it. Thing, and he he went one and over because, of course, they beat the Bengals just yes, in the opening yeah. week. I remember. Then uh, then he got stabbed in the lung. So uh, yeah, that was yep. nice. Um, Packers and the Bears. This was the the 200th regular season meeting. Uh, between the Bears and the Packers, it's the oldest game in uh, in in NFL, uh, you know, in in the history. Um, it saw the Packers take the uh, the number one seed. Uh, it wasn't a difficult game for them. One uh, which saw Aaron Rodgers throw for four touchdown passes. Uh, Packers are going to see themselves get a a nice little rest next week, and they they won thirty five sixteen against the Bears. Yes, and the Bears lost and made the playoffs. Um, yes, but yeah. they have a quarterback who's firmly firmly in the um, um, Dalton Paradox category um, because <laughs> he didn't look bad bad, Average but they Andy. just kept kicking field kept kicking field goals in the red zone, and yeah, I don't know if this is going to be enough to save, you know, like Trubisky and. Naggy and, and and but it just feels like it shouldn't be because the Bears have just been a bit whelming to the point yeah. where their defense, which looked really good at the start of the season, seems to have fallen off. And I think they have a very hard job going into New Orleans to play the Saints, um, even mm. without the um, famous crowd noise. As you so kindly mentioned, the Saints. I will uh, have a nice little segue there. Uh, Saints and the Panthers um, wasn't much to play for in this one. Uh, Saints had already uh, already won their their division, and the Panthers were already out of the running. Um, it was fairly easy game for the Saints. They were they were helped by two Carolina quarterbacks who decided they preferred uh, throwing to the Saints uh, and they threw five interceptions uh, it was 33 points to 7 to the uh, New Orleans Saints 
Yeah, and um, with the Panthers having, I think, um, a, a reasonable draft pick, they might be looking to do something at quarterback. And it's a funny season. I, I, I was really very bullish. and I, I was very impressed um, listening to um, listening to their head coach talk about his COVID plans. And when, when they turned it around, it felt like Matt Rule had sort of really done a great job. And then obviously Christian McCaffrey was injured and that troubled their offense a little bit, but I don't think they necessarily have their franchise quarterback and they'll, they never quite kicked on them. They had a a couple of wins dotted around after that free win, win streak, but it, it, it was a tough first season and we'll see how they go next year. We will. I think, like you said a few times this year, they've probably been slightly better than people maybe thought they would be this year. Yeah, and I think they've been competitive in quite a lot of games. This was probably yeah. one of their worst showings. So, um, yeah, it probably it, was. And it's a long season and they haven't got anything to play for. Meanwhile, um, the Saints had something to get over because um, they were still going for, for the number one pick, even, even though that was a fairly long shot with, with the Packers playing, playing the, the Bears. But also with Alvin Kamara being out and playing left-handed with with their whole running back room being sort of um, close contacted out you can just see that as being motivation for for them and that coaching staff in particular to um yeah. prove that they could get it done and, and try and get that number one seed yeah well final uh, regular season game of the year was the uh, the washington football team and the philadelphia eagles uh the win for the washington football team here saw them clinch the nfc east with a seven and nine record Ludicrous. Uh, the Eagles <laughs> used uh, used Jalen Hurts and Nate uh, Subfield at uh, quarterback. No signs of Carson Wentz at all to be seen. Um, that's got to be the end in, in Philadelphia for him, hasn't it? It was 20, 20 points to 14, by the way, to the uh, Washington football team. I, sh- I assume you're referring to Carson Wentz. Yes, I am. I am waiting to see what happens in the off-season. I mean, Doug Pedersen appears to be staying, um, but... <sighs> We've discussed this before, but it, it's the size of his contract. It will be interesting to see if he does go. Um, there was obviously, I think, a decision made by the franchise that um, the number six pick was was uh, more valuable than the number nine pick, enough that um, they weren't going to worry too much if they lost this game. Um, and if the Giants have that much to complain about it, then you need to get more than six wins. Um, the Washington football team have a good defence, but Alex Smith... Um, is limited when he's got um, when he's got this calf problem. And there was talk about you know of rotation at quarterback <laughs> if his if if his calf was was still a problem. Yeah, so yeah. I think it, I think it could be a fairly short playoff um, visit for the for the Washington Football Team. But given where they were starting and some of the fun and games they've had at quarterback, I think Ron Rivera, given. The, the turmoil both in the franchise including running it and, and you know we've had more revelations and an NDA apparently about um, sexual harassment actually tied to Snyder as the owner this time there's still some of that stuff going on for the, for the um, you know the football team to at least make the playoffs and you know win the division well that is a step forward believe it or not yeah and before we move on I think uh, we've got to say uh, we've got to note that you know how well the teams have done to get to this point. We've we've played a full regular season now, um, in a year where we people are going. I don't even know if the season's going to start, let alone get to the end. 
it, I always felt that it was well. going to start just because of the way the NFL were proceeding. But I was very sceptical about um, whether they'd get through it on time. Um, I thought they might just keep ploughing on, but they've been very keen to stick to, the, to stick to the timetable. And here we are. Now, if you look, they've been very flexible and the attitude seems to have relaxed somewhat. Um, in terms of positive tests and are we going to play these games and are we going to keep going on because we've had multiple positives and the Browns have been rumbling although there doesn't seem to be a huge breakout but um, I think once they get uh, now they're in the playoffs and we get behind a little bit the Christmas period and, and that two weeks afterwards where people have been mixing and have families around and hopefully things will settle down particularly as you know you've only got a few weeks left and you can probably bubble up a bit more as you approach the playoffs because it's a lot easier to do that for this final month push than it yeah. is, is back in, back in September to say right you're going to yeah. live like a monk for five months yeah absolutely absolutely so uh, yeah well done to the NFL and all, all of the teams mm-hmm. hey Dan it's a hardcore legend Mick Foley and I think everyone out there ought to know about your podcast The Wrong Football on iTunes right let's do some uh, some trivia then it's uh, your turn G I think to go first let's uh, see what you've got for me this week Yep, I'm hoping this doesn't cause you any problems with your trivia because I believe there can only be one trivia question at this time of year. So, who has the longest current playoff drought in the NFL? Um, and I'll give you a hint. The Dolphins are not as high as you think they are. No. Uh, is it the Jets? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. You are quite correct. I thought it was. I thought it was. I have a follow-up question. Go on then. Because now we get really sick. Who has the longest playoff win drought in the NFL? Oh, I know this. I, oh, I knew this earlier in the year. I saw this. I thought I might have asked it. Oh. I think it's Miami. Wah, wah. Who day? Who day? Who How's day going to beat them Bengals? <laughs> I know it's been a long while since Dolphins have won one. But, we have uh, not won a game since the 1990 AFC Wild game. Wow. That is 30 seasons. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. The Detroit Lions, I would like to repeat that again. The Detroit Lions have won a game more recently than we have back with the 1991 <laughs> NFC Divisional game. And this is why it's getting interesting. And we'll circle back to the other one because 30 wins for the Bengals, 29 for the Detroit Lions. Next up, the Buffalo Bills, 25, have not won a, a playoff game since the 1995 AFC Wild game. I think that will be changing game or wildcard game and the Browns haven't won one since 1994 and I think they might have a tough time but going back to the longest playoff droughts with the Jets the next sort of equal second between three teams you have the Arizona Cardinals who last won who last made the 2015 NFC championship game You've got the Bengals in their 2015 AFC wildcard game. And here's the one that I think is interesting. The Denver Broncos, who have not been back to the playoffs since they won Super Bowl 50. Yeah, since the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's, yeah. I thought that was a stat that might cheer you up. And the Dolphins, uh, it has been four seasons. So you are like equal fifth with the Raiders, Giants and Lions. I know, I know, I know. 2016. How long it's been. Yeah, but you you are going to be off that list next year, I tell you, my friend. We've not won for a good long while in the playoffs as well, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Well, you've you've made my trivia question a little rubbish, and it was, I'll be honest with you, it was a little bit rushed. 
Uh, <laughs> well, were you struggling to find motivation to find one by any chance? A little bit of that, and a little bit of I was building a new bed for my son this evening, so I didn't have time. That is more important, I'll be honest. Yeah. That is more important, so it's probably okay that I've wanged on a bit with the trivia. So so get yours out of the way, my That's friend, fine. and we'll go to, to the weekend's games. Mine's rubbish, so uh, here you go. Um, it's a, it's a, it's just a little, a little brain tickler, I suppose. Who had more wins this year? The eighth seed in the AFC, eighth seed in the NFC, or the combined three teams who fired their head coaches on Black Monday? Right, I think. I think that's a tie. <laughs> I thought I was going to catch you out. Yeah, it is a tie. But do you know what? I I couldn't do the maths in my head and I told myself I wasn't going to cheat because I do have pro football reference open so I could have (laughs) looked at the standings and done the maths. But I just decided to to play a hunch but I know how devious you are and you've done that to me before. So the Dolphins were the eighth seed in the AFC. They had ten. Um, Mm -hmm. As did the the combined three teams, the the Jets, the Jags and the the Chargers. Um... (laughs) Eighth seed in the NFC uh, was the Cardinals, and they had eight. So, uh, yes, it was tie. It was it was a tie for, between the, uh, the the AFC and the and the, the teams who who uh, got rid of their head coaches. I think you were a little harsh on yourself, even if it, <laughs> if if it worked, because I decided not to just look at the stats and work it out. <laughs> but I would have kind of defeated the point of trivia after all. A little, a little. Right, let's have a look at this week's games. Right then, wildcard round. So uh, this uh, it's a, it's always an interesting one. So we've got the uh, the Green Bay Packers and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs sitting out this week uh, with their bye weeks. Um, let's let's make some let's let's make some predictions down each each game. So first game we've got on Saturday is the AFC um, game between the Colts and the Bills. I think it's gonna it's got it's gotta be the Bills that one. I think this is probably game of the um game of the weekend to be honest for me. Yeah. And I do think the Bills are gonna win, but I think the Colts will give a very good showing of myself, but that, I think yeah. that's matchup of the week for me. Uh well that's followed on Saturday by the Rams and the Seahawks. I think this is going to be an entertaining game and I'm not so sure that the Rams are out of it. I like what Sean McVay is doing. I don't know if um Goff is gonna be back in time. Um I know that that McVay's record is really quite good against the Seahawks, but obviously they've not had the best of preparations. I'm leaning Rams, so we'll sorry. I'm leaning Seahawks, so we'll go Seahawks. But it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if the Rams manage something. I'm going Seahawks. I'm going Seahawks. Um, then we've got another NFC game. The uh, the last one on Sunday. Uh, uh, sorry, on Saturday night. Technically Sunday morning over here uh, is the Buccaneers and the Washington Football Team. Uh, Buccaneers for me. I concur. I, I find it hard to. I, I just think that the Washington Football Team don't have enough offense, and and with um, the Bucks defense, that yeah, that should be. I, I would think relatively straightforward, particularly given Brady's playoff experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we move on to the Sunday games. The early game is the uh, Ravens and the Titans. Uh, and from, this is going to be a good one, I think. I um, think this is going to be a good one. I think it's the Ravens. I, I was going to say, I don't know if this counts as an upset because of the seeding things but things or a bold prediction. But yeah, I fancy the Ravens to win that one as well. We're agreeing a lot yeah. here. <laughs> we are. Almost every game. Indeed. Um, 
I would imagine we're going to agree on this one as well. Um, Saints Bears, uh, Saints. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what there. running backs they have back, but I just don't see. I mean, the Bears could prove us wrong. Theoretically, you know, if their defense plays really well and and they manage something with Trubisky, it's possible. But I just don't see it. I really think the Saints are going to win and could win big. That could be the biggest score and, of the weekend. And then, uh, and then Brown Steelers, uh, and I think uh, with. With COVID running through the Browns and the Steelers having sort of beaten last week with a with a relatively reduced team, it's got to be the Steelers, I think. I think so. There's just part of me that wonders if they can get enough players back and there are holes in this Steelers team. I'm not totally convinced by their defence because of um, the, the, the um, linebackers that they've lost. And I just wonder if the Browns defence can do something against the um, Steelers um very pass happy offense in the complete absence of run game so there's a game yeah. script where i can see the browns winning but i do lean steelers but I'm, i i think it could be interesting i hope it was and i'd love to see the browns get a win because lord knows the cleveland fans deserve it i think we've agreed six out of six there well done <laughs> well that's it for this episode we'll be uh, back again next week hope you've enjoyed what you've heard if you have please be sure to uh, either give us a rating or review and subscribe to us through uh, whatever medium you procure your podcast so you don't miss out on anything each and every week as we uh, now move into the postseason. if you've got something to say or you want to get in touch it's at TWF Dan's get hold of me on Twitter and G is at wrong football uh, in the meantime keep your eyes peeled on the wrongfootball.com for more from G thanks again for listening and we'll see you again next week bye